Life is one long journey made up of many detours. Some are chosen and some are not, but they all teach us something along the way. Welcome to the Detour Podcast, where conversations about life detours and travel detours converge. It's one part human experience and one part travel experience put together to teach and inspire us to take the detour and enjoy the wander. tourists and hello to the new listeners. Thank you for taking the detour out of your day to join us. Today I want to welcome Colleen Cavanaugh, your gig girl. Woo-hoo. Colleen is a fabulous event MC, personal and professional development speaker and trainer, and the founder of the Cultivate Your Success business conference series. Colleen has been active in the personal development industry since 2014 working with numerous motivational speakers, assisting with events from 25 to 7,000 in attendance. She has created several personal development programs and business programs and resources to help people with being productive and disciplined in using their voice of influence to their audience and potential clients. She's recently added podcast hosts to her list with her podcast, Cultivate Your Success, in order to to provide another resource to help those in their business and personal development. I actually had the pleasure of attending her Cultivate Your Voice conference earlier this year, and I got to hear a little of her background. And like many of us, many roads and detours that led to her to what she does now and why she does it, and they include fitness trainer, sports host for ESPN Worldwide, Wide World of Sports, uh, game show host for Nickelodeon Suites, and an assistant cruise director. She does voiceover work, and that's just to name a few of the things. Though she has had many different types of jobs, they have all put her on the stage in front of some type of audience in some kind of way. She learned to develop her voice of influence, and she believes that we can all benefit from some of the things that she's learned in order to effectively speak to our clients, audience, or sphere of influence. So welcome, Colleen. Thank you for being here. You always have great tips and fun energy, so I'm really excited to chat with you today. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm so excited to be a guest on your podcast. Woohoo! And yes, it was so awesome meeting you through, was it at my conference that I really met you officially? Yeah, that was the first one. The Cultivate Your Voice was the first one, and then you were also part of another um, event Uh and a conference that I attended. Um, So it was yours first, though, the Cultivate Your Voice series. I think our mutual friend is is Mona, correct? I believe that's how you heard about it. Uh, I think so. I don't know. Sometimes our our paths cross different ways and... Yes, I think it was Mona, though. And social media, of course. Yeah, you're connected, (laughs) and then all of a sudden, you're seeing different things. So, yeah, that's cool. But, yes, thank you. I'm so glad I ran into you because I love podcasting, and I'm starting my own as well. So Mm -hmm. this is great. So Yes, and you always have really good information to share. And when I got to hear a little of your background, as I said, at the conference, when you were, you know, telling a little of your story before you started, you know, pouring into us – you just, I was so interested in your background. So maybe let's start with a little of your background. Um, as I say in the intro to my podcast, 
Life is one big journey filled with many detours, and they all teach us something along the way. So you started out in Nebraska, correct? Correct. Okay. So tell us that. Nebraska, college, your first job, and oh. some of those detours. Yes. Well, this is funny. Okay. So I always like to say I went from country country girl to city girl to your gig girl now. That's my that's my thing now. I'm mm-hmm. your gig girl. But yes, I was born and raised in Nebraska on a farm. That's right. Pigs, cows, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Walking beans. I know most people listening to this have no idea what that means. <laughs> Walking beans? Walking beans. So what that means is before the days of all the chemicals that we now use, uh, back then we literally walked the fields. I know this sounds like so little house on the prairie. (laughs) It does, but it really wasn't that long ago. I'm really not even that old, right? (laughs) No. You know, I'm I'm still fairly, you know, middle-aged, but seriously, we did. We walked down back and forth, back and forth the long fields, like probably, I don't know, maybe a quarter of a mile long sometimes. I'm not sure. And we literally walked down through the bean rows and you either cut the weeds with the corn knife, like children of the corn, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> or you pull the weeds. I know it sounds hilarious, but mm-hmm. seriously, that's what we did. And then they had what we called bean buggies, but we didn't have a bean buggy. Oh, I could go on and on about this. This is not all a show for me. <laughs> about farm stuff, but we did not have all that luxury. Well, nowadays, I think all they do is they just fly over with a plane and spray a bunch of chemicals and you just hope for the best, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, back then, uh, that's what I did. But anyway, yes, grew up on the farm and I knew though... I was destined for something better than walking beans and and pitching hog manure. But also, you know, I love the weather. I love sunny weather. I love the sun. And I knew that. So I knew in my heart of hearts, I wanted to move out of Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Now, I actually wanted to become an actress. That was like my desire as a child. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe everybody wants to be famous, right? Mm -hmm. When they're young. But so originally I was going to move to California. But what I did is... Um, I, I did go to school in, in Nebraska, University mm-hmm. of Nebraska at Kearney, and I chose my internship. I ended up in Florida. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how I got out. That was my ticket out, and I took everything with me, and that's how I ended up in West Palm Beach, Florida. So what was this intern, was this, a, uh, did you do like an acting major? Okay, or, no, yes. What, well, good question. Yeah, yes. I actually originally started my major was in theater and speech because that was what I enjoyed in high school and and that was one of my strengths right Mm -hmm. but after the first semester I'm like "Eh, this doesn't feel right let me just switch so I ended up switching over to fitness and leisure management basically leisure management yeah I know right (laughs) so exercise science basically okay Um, and so I said you know because I started working out a lot and I said oh that would be kind of cool as if if I was a trainer, personal trainer or something, and I said, well, you know, I don't really need a degree in theater and acting, right? You know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, well, let me get this degree in this. And and I really enjoyed it. It was a great major. And I, and so that's how, uh, but yes, my internship then was, I was a personal trainer at a, at a hospital, at the hospital actually had like a public gym. Okay. To yeah. It mm-hmm. In South Florida. And that's where I, I did my internship and I did it at the end of my degree. So I didn't have to come back. Uh, sorry, Nebraska people, but I, I had to get out. I had to move to the big city. Oh, so you were, so you didn't have to go back to, to Nebraska. Nebraska to finish. Correct. Were, so you could just finish up and stay. Exactly. I'm like, okay. you can just send my diploma in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So, yep. Mm-hmm. That's how I did that. 
Nice. Okay, so then I know that you wound up um, transitioning at some point from the fitness industry mm -hmm. into, again, more on a stage again. Yes. So was that, was the acting bug or were you still being pulled there a little bit? I think so because that's really what is in my soul. Ever since I was four years old, I've always been on stage, if you will, of, you know, doing little skits and things like that and being on the drama team and on the speech team in high school. And when I was personal training, I remember this clear as day, I was training one of my clients on the Pilates machine. If you've ever done Pilates, you know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about. Yes. And I was literally bored to tears. You know, I think mm -hmm. I've told you before, I start, yeah. I kind of like started crying, but I wouldn't even start I wouldn't call it started crying, but I literally did get tears in my eyes. And I realized today I was, I was driving here. Yeah. I was thinking it was literally bored to tears. Yeah, not that like, I was, I hate yeah, this. not that I was depressed per <laughs> right, se, right, because right. I mean, I was making good money, you know, in my twenties. Oh my gosh. I was personal training in a, in a private gym in Palm beach, Florida. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, but I knew there was something else after doing this for a few years, I really wasn't doing what I really enjoyed, which was performing or being on a stage. I just knew I had to do something different. So I said, okay, you know what, let's pack it up here. And I, that's how I ended up in Orlando, Florida. And that's when I got involved in the theme parks and I dabbled in acting. I did take some acting classes and I took some stunt classes. That was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Oh my goodness. It was so much fun. That was like, and that was cool because that took my fitness background and to the combined acting, it. combining, mm -hmm. you know, because the, you know, the fighting on, on camera, martial arts and things like that on camera. Mm -hmm. So that was super, super fun. So I had such a great time doing all of that in Orlando, dabbled in voiceovers, and and then I ended up working on cruise ships. Mm -hmm. So that was that was an awesome experience as well. So it sounds like I'm already kind of like seeing, you know, I guess the underlying theme for us all to remember when we're, when we're you know, it's the buzzword of like find your passion or follow uh -huh. your passion kind of thing. We're gifted with certain things and we can try to like, run from them or, or yes. think we're going to do something different. And somehow the roads all wind up leading back to the stage, you know? Yes. And that's what it sounds like, at least from what I'm hearing from you. Um, and the, you were finding, you were getting put in positions or opportunities that combined your skills that you learned uh, in college, the fitness and all that, Mm -hmm. with what you love to do. So I bet that was a riot to work on a, on a cruise ship. Oh, it was. It was It was pretty much the best job I've probably ever had. I could probably even say that to this day. Yeah. And I would highly recommend it to anybody who either maybe they've just left high school or maybe you just finished college or maybe you're in between or something. It's a great way if you're not committed, if you don't have a whole lot of things. But a lot of people can't do it, you know, because when you go work on a cruise ship, you are leaving your life behind. You literally have to live with two suitcases and a carry on, right? Yeah. You bring that onto your small little cabin on the ship and you live on the ship. It's not like you're going home every week or anything. You literally live on the ship. So if you've got close family or if you've got pets or if you've got things you need to take care of, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta break that off or have somebody else take care of all of all that. But I knew at the time it was what I wanted and I love to travel. Mm -hmm. And I was, that's where I was really able to, to really hone my MC skills because as I worked as activities 
activity staff and eventually assistant cruise director. You've been on a cruise before, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I was the party gal. So I was the one getting everybody up from out of your comfortable seats to do line dancing, to do a fun game show and trivia and you name it. I did it sports, little tournaments and things like that on the cruise ship. So really that's where I had to learn how to persuade an audience. And we're talking two or 300 people easily. You know, sometimes four or 500, depending on what ship I was in, karaoke. And let me tell you, I never want to do the electric slide ever, ever again. again. <laughs> because yeah, we had to do it like three times a day, every day for six months at a time. And I'm like, I refuse. And same with karaoke. I don't yeah. like, I don't want to go with karaoke anymore. You're like, I've had enough of that. <laughs> oh, Lord. You don't even. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did that. And, yeah. and probably a lot of uh, drunk karaoke, oh, too, goodness. with the guests, right? Yes. <laughs> Although that's enter that's kind of entertaining. Oh, but if yes. you have to be the professional, that might be the, the biggest challenge of it all, right? Yeah. I tell you, I had to have a couple drinks myself uh, <laughs> during those karaoke sessions. Let me tell you. Oh, my goodness. So you, you had, you know these these different things and I know um getting to what you're doing now mm -hmm. um and helping other people with personal development and, and business and things like that um at some point you said that you started taking personal development training is mm -hmm. that correct yes and was there a particular reason that you went the route at that time well you know Sheila I've always loved personal development and self-help books so I even remember on the cruise ship, I had made a bucket list in 2005. And on that bucket list was motivational speaker. Oh. And, and, I, and I don't even know, like at that time, I don't even know why I thought of that because I don't think I had ever seen a motivational speaker. Hmm. So I had never been to like a Tony Robbins event or anything, anything like that. So why that came up on my bucket list in 2005, I don't know because I never went to my actual first conference like personal development training conference until 2013 hmm. okay but I know that I've always loved self-help I would always read those types of books and when I saw I saw the advertisement for this particular training in Tampa Florida it was I saw this you know I saw the video the promo video I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna go this is gonna be awesome I need this right now because I had just recently been in transition, I had left cruise ships a year or two prior to that, and I felt like I was just kind of floundering around, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and I felt like I needed something, and I saw that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go. But then it was $400, uh -huh. and I'm like, I can't afford that. Now, how many times have we said that, Sheila, right? Right, yeah. Okay. We all, yes. Yes. So, well, back then, of course, that's all we know, but now, after I've done a lot of research and training myself on the mind and the mouth, we don't want to say things like that. We don't ever want to say, oh, I can't afford that. But anyway, at the time I did. Well, long story short, I ended up getting a ticket through my roommate at the time who had no clue. She didn't even know I wanted to go to this. She shows up about a week later. Again, I never even mentioned this to her. Mm -hmm. She shows up later. She's like, hey, you know, I have this extra ticket to go to this conference and it's only $150. 
And I was like, what? And you should have seen me. I was probably that it in was tears. The very it was one. the conference I wanted to go to. I could not get out my checkbook fast enough to write her the check for that. Yeah, that's a little divine destiny. Let me tell you. And not only that, oh, this is this is the kicker. I didn't have time. I don't think I told you guys this at my conference. I can't remember. But this is, I just love telling this testimony, this story. Not only that, Sheila, but he was bringing on guest speakers from different places. One of the guest speakers was from my hometown in Wahoo, Nebraska. <laughs> and how many people are from Come on. Wahoo? Nebraska? How many people are from Wahoo that are actually living outside of the state that are now speaking at my event as a guru in her business? Her name is Laurel Langemeyer. And I was best friends with her little sister in second grade. <laughs> Seriously. So oh. you're just having these like aha blown over Hello. moments. Talk about awe. So because when I was reading the profiles of all the speakers, I saw the last name. So I Facebooked my friend Holly, who is literally my only classmate from second grade because I moved from that area to a different area. So Holly... I said, Holly, you know, I'm, I'm going to this conference and there's this, I'm like, is this person related to you? She's like, yeah, it's my older sister. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's craziness. Hello. And I knew her and the, the brother, but because she was the oldest, I didn't know her, mm -hmm. but I knew Holly and her brother. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, well, that's definitely a God thing. So, so, so yeah. then you went there uh -huh. and that, because, um, I kind of, relate to that not to kind of interrupt your story but uh -huh. um I've recently started attending one of yours was one of the first ones that I've done um I had done some other like women's events and things like that through churches and things like that but being on a specifically personal development or business route um mm -hmm. I hadn't started doing that but reading all the books on your own listening to audiobooks or podcasts or, or things like that to self develop yeah um or your, you know, yourself, I, I relate to that. And so when, did that kind of just open the window for you to just want to do more? Or when you went to that conference, did that fire you to say, I want to do this for other people? Oh, it sure did. It sure did. That was a game changer. Mm -hmm. That whole setup was a game changer. That whole, it was like a three and a half day conference. Oh. And I met some amazing people that I'm still in contact with today, and even some of the speakers. I ended up purchasing a program from one of the speakers who was a local gentleman in the area, and that was helpful. And just keeping in contact with some of these people, of course, is social media that helps, and then you continue to follow them, and you just learn so much, and it helps you, and it motivates you. And because apparently that was already, like I said, on my bucket list in 2005 to be a motivational speaker, I said, I can do that. Because I've always had a teaching spirit, too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've mentioned that before. But see, even, even back when I was a personal trainer, I enjoyed teaching people how to do the new moves and how to do their, their exercises correctly. It's just once they knew it, then it became boring for me because now they already know it. And all I'm and doing is... And you're just babysitting them while they exactly. do it kind of thing. Oh, well, good job. Yeah. Give me four more. Three, two, one. What well, big deal. Okay, so yeah. I know I needed more than that. So teaching, so that's kind of always been in me, but I've never wanted to be like, say, a classroom teacher per se. Mm -hmm. But be, seeing them on stage, again, because I knew the talents that I had previous, of course, the journeys that I've had and all the detours that I've had, that led me up to this point, I said, well, I already have training of stage presence. Let's just be real. When you're mm -hmm. an MC, when you've worked as, a, as an actor, 
And so I already kind of had that nailed down. I say not nailed down, but, you know. I Experience in yeah. that Let's area. just say I didn't have any stage fright, okay? Right, because right. ne- yes. there's people that uh, would never do that in a million years. Like, right. that would be their big hurdle. Yes. Like, they might say, I have something I really want to share. I want to be a teacher, but mm-hmm. I can't stand up in front of anybody and say that, you know? Right. yeah. That's so that, don't take, like, don't mm-hmm. take that for granted because I'm not that way either. I'm not shy, but there's people that are literally... Uh, no, yeah. I'd rather have my fingernails pulled out, you know? <laughs> I know. So, yeah. so yeah, so seeing those people on stage and, and so I knew I, I wanted to be involved in that industry and personal development. Maybe at the time, at the time I didn't know, oh, am I going to be a speaker? You know, I'm not sure, but I do know that I said I'm going to be involved in a specific project that was actually mentioned at the conference. And I said to myself, I'm going to be on that. And sure enough, I was, I helped out with another, uh, project that was happening later on. So that was exciting. Uh, But yeah, so I ended up actually working for uh, the gentleman who hosted that event. And that's kind of how I got introduced into the speaker world and got to know different speakers and different things like that. So that was kind of my introduction. And again, this was all, like you said, it was just one thing led to another, to another thing. And uh, definitely by divine intervention, how I ended up on that path. Yeah. Well, and then, so it's one thing um, to say, okay, uh, I've received this personal development for myself. I'm recognizing my gifts, and and I know that I um, want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And then creating, taking that next step of action to create your cultivate your success trainings and resources. Mm-hmm. So, um, what? Tell me a little bit about how you actually dove into that, some of the things that you offer, and what do you like best about helping others through your personal uh, Mm -hmm. coaching and your product? Sure. Well, how I ended up developing the resources, because as you know, you have to have something to sell, usually, right? I mean, that's usually a good start. And I thought, well, I can do an audio coaching program because I was already familiar with how to record on a computer because I had already dabbled into voiceovers. So I already knew how to work Audacity. I knew how to do that. And that's a big hurdle there, just the Mm -hmm. technology. So I said, well, shoot, okay, I'll develop a couple of my trainings. And it was very, it's actually fairly easy for the most part. So I said, well, so the first step people want to think about when you are looking to develop your resources, whether it's a book or a program or whatever, workbook what do so I had to ask myself well what's the one thing what's something that I have training in or that I have expertise in Mm -hmm. I said well basically speaking on stage or stage presence Mm -hmm. and I shouldn't say speaking because I was never an official speaker so maybe I should say stage presence Mm -hmm. because I had done you know this I did do you know like I said I was on the speech team in college and then I was, you know, as an MC, and then I worked for Disney and Universal Studios and Nickelodeon Suites as a game show host there. So I said, okay, I have one of the things that I learned was how to command an audience because you have to be in control of an audience, but you still have to entertain them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I say in control, of course, meaning keep getting them excited when you want them excited, but then you got to bring it down. So different things like that. So I said, well, you know what? That's what I have my most experience in. Why not make an audio coaching program? So that's when I came up with Your Voice of Influence. And it's called, 
Yeah, your voice of influence, five essential tactics to persuade your listeners. So I came up with this one, and then uh, about a year later, I came up with another audio coaching program, The Power of 40, and that's based on a biblical story, the story of the Israelites, and that that audio coaching program is more generic about uh, different four areas that I love to speak on because I want to help other people with these different areas. Mm -hmm. So I talk a little bit about fitness. That's where my fitness came into Mm -hmm. play. Uh, The fitness tips as well as your uh, different relationships. And I also talk about some hustle to hustle or different gigs, different side gigs on how you can develop your own business as well, even while you're working your own job. And so those are some of the topics that I talk about in that audio coaching program. So because you um, know, you had to think about like, what do I know that other people will want to know? And when you're, it's important when you're starting a business or, or to, to know who your audience is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, your audience, some people might be listening and think, well, I don't, I don't really want to be on stage. I don't really want to be an MC or a speaker. Um, and I know from attending your conference, the Cultivate Your Voice conference, that there were all different types of people in that room. Yes. So tell our listeners a little bit where you would need these skills, even if you don't want to be like, you know, Bright side out on the stage. Everybody has some kind of influence, is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely. Everybody has a voice and and, yes. and a circle of influence. Mm-hmm. So, um, what would you tell people that are listening? That um, what types of people can benefit from what you can teach? Right. Well, everybody. If you're around people, which most people are around people, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can probably benefit from some of the training that I have because. Let's say if you have kids, Mm -hmm. or let's say if you volunteer at your church and you're working with kids, and maybe you need to know some different techniques on how to use your voice to get them to listen to you. So I talk a little bit about that in my audio coaching program that I have, as well as when I do my, my workshops and things Mm -hmm. like that, I Mm -hmm. might even give more details too, but uh, there is actually one specific, uh, in this one, I'll tell you that, uh, the one, the one fun thing that I talk about is, uh, the wine cork, right? Mm -hmm. So for instance, uh, okay, before I talk about the wine cork, let me go back to your question. Again, another type of person who would benefit from this training is it could just be somebody who's doing you know, like videos, uh, Instagram, things like that. They're doing movies, not movies. They're doing videos on social Facebook media. Facebook lives. Facebook or, lives. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe you have a home-based business and you're mm-hmm. selling makeup or right. nail polish or yes. uh, bags or uh-huh. purses or whatever. We all know and we're learning from our mutual friend, Mona, that mm-hmm. social media presence is really important. Yes. And so um, when you are on making these live videos or... Instagram stories. Yes. Um, you're you're putting yourself out there yes. and you're using your voice. So right. I bet there's some things that we could all benefit from. Yeah. And so it, nowadays, it doesn't even matter what your business is. You got to be out there doing these videos and being on social media, even if it's just LinkedIn. Okay. LinkedIn does videos now. 
So if, even if you don't have a Facebook account, that's okay. You need to be putting your business out there on, even if it's just LinkedIn. So what I, where I'm going with this is you want to be able to pronunciate your words correctly mm-hmm. and you don't want to be slurring your words. You don't want to be just, uh, yeah, you just want to be mumbling. Yeah. yeah, mumbling. That was the word. That's yeah. a word I was looking for, mumbling. <laughs> and so so we go over a couple different exercises with that. Again, I go talk about how to command an audience or even just the power of the pause. Now, do you see how when you have that extra moment of silence... If you're in a room full of people, let's whether it's you're having a sales meeting or a room full of kids, sometimes just not saying anything will make everybody listen even closer. And even when you talk at a lower different level like this, people now have to be quiet because they're trying to hear you. So different techniques like that mm-hmm. is what I talk about. And the wine cork when I was when I was training for my voiceovers, one of the things my voiceover coach taught me was put a wine cork in your mouth, just a little bit on the front teeth there. And so you kind of go like this and you kind of talk like this and it really forces your tongue to really be able to work extra hard. So then once you're finished with those exercises, all of a sudden your words sound very clear, right? Yes. We, we <laughs> should have done that at the beginning so we yeah. would... <laughs> Yeah, we should have started with that little exercise with exactly. the cork, so we would be uh, enunciating and pronouncing all of our words yes. perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, well, those are those are great tips already that you've that you've given us, and I agree with what you said that um, you know it, you could have a business where you're training employees and you're you're providing you know business training and staff development, and you're going to have to stand up and, and say something. You could have to. Um, use these kind of skills just like you said in in normal jobs quote not technically jobs that are going to be on a literal stage Mm -hmm. um so I think a lot of people can benefit from that so um what exactly made you um create these specific trainings and develop the these resources that you offer yes so what I wanted to do was Again, with the audio coaching programs, it's just to help other people uh, with, you know, it, it helps people to avoid years of mistakes, months mm. and years of mistakes. When you read a book, when you go get trainings from other people, when you purchase programs, you are getting experience from people who've done this for 10 years, whatever, 15 years, whatever. Doesn't it make sense to just invest in yourself? To be able to avoid some of those mistakes, I mean, that only makes sense, right? Yeah, because you you don't know what you don't know yes. until somebody shows you that you didn't know it. Exactly. <laughs> and you can find that out by making the mistake yourself, mm-hmm. but that's called learning the hard way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, And to answer your question, how why I started the Cultivate Your Success conferences is because, well, let's just be real. I wanted to give myself a platform, of course. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you start out, you just have to do your own thing first before other people will hire you. I had to get a speaking, I had to get some experience. I had to get my own 
thing going, I had to come up with my own signature message. I'm like, okay, what's my signature talk going to be about? What's my training? What am I going to be known for? Things like that. But not only that, I also wanted to create a bigger experience. I didn't want to just have a small workshop with just me because let's just be real. A few years ago, I didn't have the confidence. I was like, well, who's going to come listen to me? Little old me, Colleen, right? So, mm-hmm. so let's just be real. I'm going to be transparent here. I didn't have the confidence to just have it by myself. That just seemed weird. Okay, mm-hmm. whether it's not confident or just, I don't know. I just didn't feel comfortable with that. And it's just so much more fun when you bring in other speakers. And again, I wanted to replicate what I experienced mm-hmm. in 2013, which was the host had brought on like, what, six or seven or eight different speakers to this three-day event. So that's kind of what I was trying to get is bring in all these awesome speakers with a common theme, of course. And so I did, well, actually, let, let me backtrack. My first workshop was just me and another speaker. So there was two of us, Clustine and I. That was my mm-hmm. first technically workshop, if you will. But then then I started with the Cultivate series. So the mm-hmm. Cultivate series, I started off it was with- more like a conference. Yeah. And that's the one that I yeah, went to. The full day. Yeah. Thing, the full day. And so that's when I had, you know, the different speakers. And I believe that's so important because, well, first of all, it just makes it more interesting because you got more people there. And some people might be interested in this facet versus that. And so they're coming, even if they just want to hear this person, right? Because, I mean, you're a podcaster, so I'm okay. sure having Chris- Yes. As one of my guest speakers probably enticed you to come. Yes, it did. I heard about the conference and I, and I, Mona was going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, She vouched for you, you know, and said how awesome you were in Clustine. Thank you, Mona. And I was was looking at all that and I'm like, okay, this is good value. And then when I saw um, a very popular podcast guru in our area was going to be speaking and, and um, I don't know how you got him to do that. You don't have to share your (laughs) secrets, but um he did tell us, you know, that he, he's wildly popular. And, yes. and, and so it was quite an opportunity to be able to hear him just for even a short amount of time. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to learn that, but that's why I signed up. I would say that was yep. one of the big reasons I signed up, but there were also people that were there talking about writing books, using their voice as yes. an author. There were people there that wanted to do things that were in like television, literally. Mm-hmm. There were also people that were just talking about, doing um, everyday things, being a realtor or yes. or whatever, and using their voice of influence in their yes. small businesses. Mm-hmm. And so every one of those speakers I got something from, mm-hmm. um, no matter what their niche was, so to speak. Yeah. So um, I that's, that is a really good um, thing that you did by having a lot of different people. And I like to do that because... Not only does it make it more interesting, but I also like to provide a platform for other people who might not be able to create their own platform. For instance, the one speaker had never been a speaker. Mm -hmm. It was the first time she actually shared her story publicly. And honestly, I didn't even know that. I didn't even realize that. So this was a huge stepping stone for her and almost like a breakthrough that she was able to tell what she told. And, you know, so she was on one side of the spectrum. And then again, the other guy, Chris, who's travels nationally all over speaking all the time about his thing. So, so it's a nice variety. And again, I'm doing it to help the attendees learn different things. And they might think, oh, I'm just going there to see Chris. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, you get something from every speaker. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the energy at those 
conferences just yes. you just think you leave there thinking you can just like I can take on the world I can right. do anything yes. there's there's so much we all need collaboration no yeah. matter what what we do so we all need collaboration mm-hmm. so and and we're collaborating here today so I yes. I appreciate that um yeah. and you know and that's another reason that's just another reason I love okay when you said oh you said oh you don't know how I got Chris well I actually met Chris because of the gentleman who hosted the very first event. So basically you meet these other high achievers when you're hanging out with other high achievers. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love to put together these events because you are attracting people who want to have personal growth or professional growth. You are attracting the high achievers. And when you're around that, you're meeting all these awesome people. Like I think you met a few people there. They were probably on your podcast. So that's another reason. It's just, it's like you said, I like having the energy. If you have a, have you have to you do have to have good energy because let me tell you I went somewhere recently and if you don't have that energy it's kind of like blah 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 okay blah 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 let's move on to the next section blah 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 (laughs) so you do want to keep the energy up again that's where I'm able to bring in my MC skills and try and keep that momentum going the transitions fun and exciting as Mm -hmm. we transition to the next segment so, but let me tell you, that was exhausting. I think I'm going to have well, to hire an MC. I was just going to say that um, that's probably another good reason to have these collaborations because to be on for that long is exhausting. Oh, yeah, there's no and way. And so, hmm. you, uh, you know, you have to have some other people built in if it's going to be like an all-day or a two-day yes, thing. Yes, there's no way I could you do can't, that no one can, mm-hmm. no one can give that much um, mm-hmm. of your heart and soul and energy for that duration, I think it'd be very hard anyway. So, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, well, so much good information. So tell us what um, is coming. You kind of alluded to some things, but tell us what's coming up in 2020, how we can find you and sign up for your trainings, get your resources. Tell yes. us what's coming up. Okay. Well, my, my basic website right now is yourgiggirl.com. And that's, you'll find out most information there. Uh, however, the best way to get a hold of me is finding me, uh, uh, signing up for my newsletter. So if you go to cultivateyoursuccess.com, that will lead you to be able to subscribe to my newsletter. And I don't send out crazy emails. In fact, I'm lucky if I get out a monthly email. Let's just a monthly newsletter. <laughs> but I'm actually looking to work on that. So it might be more frequent. But let's just say monthly newsletter. And, and if you do that, then you will be uh, aware of my podcast episodes when they're going to be released. You're going to be able to have access to trainings. Like I might throw out some free videos. And you will also have access to the early bird pricing for my next event coming up. I have different events, workshops, webinars. I plan on doing a lot more webinars for 2020 as well. So be on the lookout, but go to cultivateyoursuccess.com and sign up for the newsletter and you'll actually receive a free gift just for doing that, a nice checklist, a success checklist, mindset checklist. But you can actually find me on all social media, your gig girl on all social media platforms, and we'll share your links in the um in the show comments. And I'm Thank super you. excited because I won a ticket yes for your next conference coming up yes, at the last did. conference. Exactly. You did some uh, in addition to all the great information that mm-hmm. we had. There were were prize drawings and yes. raffles and things, and I won a free I ticket. So so the next one is called Cultivate Your Health and oh. Wealth, and that will be health coming and up. wealth health and wealth. Oh, okay. you can't really have one without the other, right? 
I mean, really, I mean, if you want to be successful, you have to stay healthy. Yes. Because if you don't stay healthy, you're not going to be able to continue to work. And therefore, you know, but wealthy, that's another subject too. Uh, wealthy, you know, what's your definition of wealthy? Uh, you know, it could be different things, but obviously, you know, money is important. Let's just mm-hmm. be real. We mm-hmm. have to, in order to live, we have to have some kind of money. Now, wealth could mean $100,000 to somebody, you know? Right. <laughs> or yeah. it could mean a million. So it's totally different. But either either way, I thought that was an awesome subject to to have. Yeah. I thought I'd throw them both together and put it all in one one conference. That's intriguing. Mm-hmm. That's very intriguing. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good. Awesome. Colleen, thank you so much for sharing your story, your background, how all these roads led to the stage and really led to your passion for using your gifts mm-hmm. to help other people. Yes. And some people don't wind up doing that. They mm-hmm. they keep their gifts for themselves or or they don't ever kind of quite put it out there for other people. And and I know that you're building your business and, and this is something, you know, that you're doing for yourself, but I can feel your heart that you really want to encourage other people to come along, especially if they're trying to go a similar path that that you went. And um, so I thank you for providing these resources that I've benefited from and that Mm -hmm. other people could. And so people, if you're listening, follow her um, link, sign up for that newsletter, and get to know Colleen because, again, she's a mover and a shaker, and and she can help you out. So Thank you. And, you know, I do want to just say I do give all the glory and honor to God because God's the one that gave me the talent. Now, I could have just wasted the talent, but I recognized it. I think that's the first thing yeah. we need to do is recognize our talents, and you got to roll with it. you got to, if you have to, if that means, just because you're talented too doesn't mean you don't need training. I took extra training to be able to hone my skills mm-hmm. and talents that God gave me. And so if you're doing something with it, you're training and you're doing it, you really have to find your purpose. And once you find that purpose, you can really use your talents and that's just the whole that's the whole personal development side that I just I could go on and on about oh don't even get me started down that road well right (laughs) and once and once you kind of get get there you can then look back and see oh like we just did Mm -hmm. oh that led me to this and this led me to that and I did that and now that's helping me here and if I hadn't done that this wouldn't have happened and so I do say it's all divine design and and we're given all these opportunities to hone our gifts until the time is right. Yes. And and then we have to grab it. Yeah. We have to grab it. And, you know, I think we were discussing yesterday how sometimes I felt like I was, I'm like, why do I keep switching jobs? Mm-hmm. But it was because, little did I know, each one was setting me up for something in the future that I didn't really know about. And because I just kept ignoring my passion and my talents and finally like all these detours still you know was it was I was all able to use all of these things to help me to currently where I'm at yes yeah and mm-hmm. I, I think I, like we were saying yesterday most people do not you know wind up doing the thing that they thought they would do when they were eight years old you know mm-hmm. it does, maybe some version but um it usually has some twists and turns so and that and that's why I like to that's why I like to get across in this podcast in my own podcast is to encourage people that if you are feeling like you know why am I jumping around or why why is this road not smooth mm-hmm. um, it's not smooth for anybody true it's not smooth for anybody yes. so don't get discouraged and find some people mm-hmm. that are willing to have that mindset with you mm-hmm. that 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 says yes we can do this and you can do this and Mm -hmm. I'll 
I'll help you too, you know, and here's yeah. what I learned and tell me what you learned. And what we think is a detour is, is okay. We think it's a bad detour, but it's actually a good detour yeah. that's leading us to the next where, thing where yeah. we want to go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Colleen, that was some good stuff. So I want to say again, follow Colleen at yourgiggirl.com. Sign mm-hmm. up for that newsletter at Cultivate Your Success. We'll have those links again in the podcast notes so that if you didn't get a chance to write it down, you can link right there. And follow me on social media also because I'll share all those things there as well. So thank, thank you. you so much, everybody, thank for listening. You, thank, thank you, Sheila. Thank you, everyone. Colin. Thanks all for right. tuning in. All right. Yay. Have a great day, guys. Follow, interact, and ask questions about this episode and others on our Facebook page, The Detour Podcast, and on Instagram at Sheila Shinsky. To hear more conversations like this one, you can listen to all of our episodes on The Detour Podcast channel on Podbean. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. So be sure to share this episode with a friend who loves podcasts too, and rate, comment, and subscribe yourself. So you can join us next time as we... Take the detour and enjoy the wander.